ready, and if you would, turn to the book of Amos. And our theme for this year, uh, for our missions emphasis, is walk with me. Walk with me. You can see it on these banners uh, on either side here, and you can see it right here on the boot, uh, which I think Mother Hubbard lives inside of there. And so, walk with me is our theme. And I think that each of you know that walking with somebody else is a sign of agreement. So now, for, you'll get the first point of the sermon for the second time. Thank you so much, guys. So here's our first point this morning, that walking with someone doesn't happen by accident. And you think about this with me for a moment. You walk next to people every day. You walk next to people every day. With whom? You're not walking with. You're walking next to them. You walk next to people in the grocery store you walk next to people on the sidewalk. You walk next to people as you move up and down through the cubicles and aisles of your office. But you don't walk with them unless there is an agreement of some sort. You're walking together for a purpose. And so this scripture illustrates this very well for us. Amos 3 and verse 3 reads this way. Do two walk together unless they've agreed to do so? Do two people walk together unless they've agreed to do so. And the obvious answer the scripture is looking for is no. Two people walking together is a symbol of agreement. It's a symbol of being on the same purpose, of having the same destination in mind. And each of you have had a moment in your life, I guarantee it, where you have experienced the embarrassment of seeing someone who didn't want to walk with someone else, haven't you? Have you ever been in this situation or witnessed it in a store? Maybe you are the mother or maybe you see her down the aisle and your heart breaks for her because there is the child and the mother says, it's time to go. But what does the child do? What do they do? They don't want to go. The child says, I don't agree. My mission isn't to leave the store and go back home. My mission is to get you to buy me this thing. Now, that's my mission. Your mission is to leave. My mission is to stay until I get that. So what am I going to do? I'm going to sit down right here. I'm going to sit down right here, and I'm going to holler, and I'm going to scream, and I will not agree to walk with you. Any of you ever, by, by a show of hands, have you ever, ever been in a situation just kind of like that? Anybody who's ever had a puppy, you've been in the same situation. Any of you have ever had a husband, same situation. <laughs> and so we've all seen this in our lives. One time... I was walking in agreement with some members of a church that we work with, uh, but I didn't realize how much agreement I was in. I was walking with some young men, and they wanted to show me a village near where they lived, and so we began to walk down this road towards a small village, when suddenly, uh, for the first time in my life, I was holding the hand of another man. It was surprising to me. I didn't expect it. And I'm telling you, we weren't just like shaking hands. It was full on, palm to palm, interdigitation. <laughs> I was in Nigeria with Jay Beckloff. This is the way that men walk together in agreement in Nigeria. Very, very uncomfortable for the American missionary. Normal life for Nigerian men. Nothing, no innuendos there, nothing uncomfortable there. It's a sign of agreement. 
let's walk together and let's hold hands as we walk in fellowship to this village where we're going to show you where we live, how we raise our food, how we cook our food, and all these different daily tasks that they were about to show me. So first and foremost, whatever you as the church choose to do today, bear in mind that the choice that you make about how to respond to our international missions all of those represented in these booklets, but especially those who are here with us over these two weeks, is a token of your willingness to agree or to disagree with the mission that God is on, that these missionaries are on, and that we have joined in with them. There's a letter from one of our elders in the front of this booklet that you can read. Uh, It's from Dennis that beautifully describes how we have an opportunity to make this symbol of walking together a fixture in our minds as we think about these missionaries. Let's move on to point number two. When we say that we want to walk with someone and that we want to show our agreement with their mission, the first way that we can do this is by helping others from our own means. What do we mean by this? It's very simply described in this passage in Luke 8. We help others by our own means. Read along with me in Luke 8, verses 1 through 3. Soon afterward, Jesus traveled about from one town and village to another, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. Now, this is a a ministry that is worth participating in. It is worth agreeing to. Jesus' mission to spread the kingdom of God. And with him are people who agree in his mission. They're not going to sit on the ground like petulant children. They're going to get up and walk courageously with him. And some of those are the 12. These, of course, are the 12 apostles, the 12 men that Jesus had called specifically to be with him and to go out and to preach and to heal and to teach others, and to proclaim the coming of the kingdom of God. So these 12 men are with Christ. We're used to seeing them with him. Peter and James and John and the rest are with Jesus in nearly every story of his ministry. They're often the ones who need the most teaching. And yet here they are with Jesus, proclaiming the good news, walking with him symbolically in agreement. But also, there were some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Here are the names of some of these women in a a text that we often zoom past and and gloss over on our way to the really interesting stories about Jesus healing people and Jesus' parables. One was named Mary, and she was called Magdalene because she was from a town that was named that, from whom seven demons had come out. Do you think that Mary Magdalene was grateful for what Jesus had done for her? As he proclaimed the kingdom of God, he agreed with Mary. He walked with Mary. Your life and your health matter to me. Let's cure you of these seven demons that are inside of you. There was also Joanna, the wife of Chusa. Who is Chusa? Well, in case we don't know, the text gives us a description. He is the manager of Herod's household. Herod the king of the Jews, at least in name. The king who was at this time uh, on you know, major building projects in the Judean region. 
Actually, his father, the father of this Herod specifically, had built a great palace there, had restored the temple there, and had made Jerusalem prominent again. And so this is a wealthy family, an influential family. In fact, in the ancient world, more of this for another day, the Herods are such a pop culture family. They don't have text messages and they don't have Twitter, but these guys are on the news and the lips of everybody all the time. They are the pop culture elites. They're the Kardashians of the ancient world. That's the Herods. And this woman, Joanna, the wife of Chusa, her husband is the manager of Herod's household. He's the guy that has the checkbook for the king of the Jews. And she is the wife of that man. And she is choosing to walk with Jesus instead of in the household of the supposed king of the Jews. How symbolic is that? This woman has made her pledge to walk with Jesus. And also Susanna and many others walked with them. And then we have this description. These women were helping to support them out of their own means. Think about the implications of this. The checkbook that belongs to Herod is being used to fuel a different kingdom. The kingdom of God in Jesus' ministry as Joanna walks around and doles out coins to pay for food or lodging or whatever is needed so that the mission can be expanded into the world. Is it not amazing and humbling the way that our God will take funds that seem to be inaccessible to the kingdom and turn them into soul-winning profits? Isn't that amazing? The way our God does this. The third point, the last point, because today isn't just about preaching, it's also about giving. And it's also about praying. And the third point is this, it's very simple. Pray specifically and regularly for these missionaries. Don't assume that although we give all of our pledges for our international missions on this one day of the year, to fund all our missions for the next 12 months. Don't assume that God is done working when the pledge cards are filled out and placed in the basket. Don't assume that God is done working when the pledge cards are counted up and tallied and the number is reported back to the congregation. And like it happens, it seems like every year at this church, the goal inside of this book gets blown away because God moves hearts to cause people to give generously. Don't assume that's the end of our responsibility or our symbolic walking our holding hands with these missionaries praying specifically and regularly is the fuel that God uses to advance his mission beyond mere dollars and you may be in the position today where you have many dollars to give but don't be clingy with your many prayers and you may be in the position today where you don't have many dollars to give and so don't be stingy with your many prayers because your many prayers can be the fuel that God uses to turn your few dollars or your many dollars into a true gift and not just something that you did because we're all doing it or to get you know, rid of guilt, but God can use through your prayers to turn your funds into kingdom and world-changing impact. And so today, um, we look at these three opportunities. You have a chance to make a symbolic difference. You have a chance to 
to give financially in just a moment, and you have a chance to pray. And we want to help you, especially on this last point, because only God can put on your heart how to give, and the booklet you've been provided outlines how the funds will be used. But we want to help you to really engage this third and most personal point about praying specifically and regularly for the missionaries. Because if you're like me, uh, you step away from here, life is busy, and within a few days, let's be honest, within a few hours, many of the details of these missions in the booklet begin to fade into the background. Life takes over. How many of you in the next hours, right after this church service, will begin to be swallowed back up into the regular things of life when you go to the grocery store, when you turn on the football game, whenever dinner doesn't come out quite right, or when you're all rushed to get to small group this evening. And so we've included on today's program specific and personal prayer requests for each of the missionaries that have joined us this week, as well as two missionaries whom we had tried to bring this week but who were denied their visas and are probably the two that most could use our prayers and encouragement right now because they haven't been able to be here physically. And so we're asking the church, no matter how else you participate, will you please take this program home with you today and take this booklet home with you today and will you walk with these missionaries as you pray specifically and regularly for their needs? Will you do it with your family at the dinner table? Will you pray for them in your small group at your prayer time? Will you post this on your fridge at least for a little while and look at it in the morning and pray specifically and regularly? As Jesus said to his own apostles in Matthew 26, he said all these things to them at different times. He said, sit here while I go over there and pray. To some of them he simply asked, would you watch and would you wait? Would you be attentive while I go over here and wrestle with God about these important things? And to others he said, remain here and watch with me. Show that you're with me by the way that you pay attention and by the way that you observe and by the way that you stay awake and alert. That's what this booklet can do for you. And will you, uh, again to those, will you watch and pray? And I want you to see Jesus' motivation Bentonville Church of Christ, why do you watch and pray for these missionaries? It is not for them alone. It is so that you and I do not fall into temptation of being wealthy and comfortable Western Americans who live in freedom with great resources in a large church with wonderful elders and a good ministry staff. It is so that you and I stay alert with them and keep watch with them and do not fall into temptation. Will you pray? Will you give generously? And will you show symbolically that we're walking together by agreeing with these missionaries? Now, one of the prayer requests is is going to be shared with you specifically right now. We're going to invite Sergey to come up here. He's going to take the microphone, and he is going to share with you a prayer request for the church in Dnipro, Ukraine. Come on up, Sergey. And would you all welcome him with me, please? Hello. I'm really uh, glad to see you. And I want uh, to share with you uh, our prayer request that God uh, helped us to figure out the best way to use our gifts and which ministries 
we should focus on to help the church grow and be strong and help us to build with uh, uh, our relationship with Sasha and Helen uh, to be able to work better together as a team. Thank you. Roberto is to uh, share prayer requests with you as well in Spanish, and I'm going to translate. Roberto. Yo pido por favor que oren por mi familia. I ask that you would pray for my family. Mi hija, la de en medio, este, hace unos unas dos semanas decidió casarse. My uh, middle daughter, two weeks ago, decided to uh, get engaged. Eh, su novio eh, no es de and her boyfriend not, is not a Christian yet. And we're very worried about uh, her situation. We want all of our children to be in Christ and in the church. If one of our daughters would marry a non-Christian, it would break our hearts and we would worry. Por favor, tenganos en sus oraciones. Para que el futuro de mi hija sea conforme a lo, los planes de Dios para ella. Please pray for our daughter Aline in the coming months that, uh, that she would be able to help her future husband become a Christian. Y que todos mantengamos nuestra fidelidad al Señor. And that we, our whole family, could maintain our faithfulness to God. Dios los bendiga. God bless you. Okay. So I'm going to invite all of the missionaries to come up on stage, if they would, and just kind of stand back here on both sides of the uh, boot. Um, and if you're new, let me tell you a couple of things about Mission Emphasis Sunday that you may not know, and it's important to know. Uh, as Josh uh, said, in the booklet, you will find described all of the works of the different missionaries behind me, we left out uh, Sergei and Marina's uh, story and the pictures about them out of the book. I apologize for that, but we did the best that we could to make up for that. So there's an additional sheet that has their photos and their beautiful story on it. If you got a book this morning, it's already in there. If you got a book last week, you didn't get this. And so copies of this are on all the tables uh, as you go out. So be sure to pick one of these up so that you can pray effectively for Sergey and Marina. They mentioned Hella, uh, they mentioned Sasha and Helen. Those are the co-workers that they work with in Dnipro, Ukraine. And so you'll want to uh, pray for them as well. So not only does the booklet describe all of the different mission works of these missionaries behind us and additional ones that were not able to come and ones that... Uh, that we weren't able to invite this year, but perhaps will come in future years. But in there, you will also find a proposed budget. And so there are line items in there with the budget that tell you exactly how much the missions committee is proposing that we spend in each one of our mission works. And today is a day that determines how far down on the budget we're able to go. And so we pray and hope that you've been praying uh, to give generously. And so in your booklets, you got an envelope, and this is important because this is how you can make the pledge 
or how you can, you can put your donation in it, or you can put a pledge in here saying that you're going to give weekly or monthly or one time, but in the future. This is important for us to know what our budget's going to be, so we need you to fill out the card if you would. So if anybody didn't get an envelope, if you're here and you forgot your book from last week or something like that, if you would raise your hand and leave it up, there are men coming around the back, and they will come down and they will give you an envelope that you can fill out. We're going to do something fun for a few minutes. We're going to give you time to fill out the envelope. So if you want to fill one out and you didn't get one, just raise your hand high and they will come give you an envelope. Okay? All right, so we got one down here, uh, one over here. Um, so let's do a little housekeeping while they're handing those out. Can we move this table back? Pueden moverlo pegado con ella? So, every year we have the tradition of starting off our giving, letting our children lead the way. And our children have been collecting in their classes for a couple of weeks. And so what we want to do is we want to invite our children to come down and bring the coins down that they've collected. And the way this is going to go is from younger to older. And I want the kids to stay on the stage, hang out with the missionaries so they're not so nervous. And uh, so we can all be here together. Then after that's over, I'm going to ask Gary Halford to come, and he's going to pray for the second contribution. So after the children give, then we will pass the plate one more time, and you can put your envelopes in the baskets that go after Gary's prayer. And then we will have a final song and be dismissed. So without further ado, children, would you pre please, the kindergartners and first graders... If there's any kindergartners and first graders that have collected coins in their class, or if you just have some that you would like to bring, now's the time. Pre please bring your coins down and dump them in the boot. Kindergartners and first graders. Okay. Come on down. Don't be bashful. And stay on the stage. Good. Stay here with us. Second graders and third graders, come on down. Now, this, some of this money is money that they've been collecting in class, and some of it is money that they've been collecting at home. Fourth graders and fifth graders, come on down and bring your coins, please. Sixth graders, is the sixth grade class want to bring their coins down. Okay. Now we're going to just do junior high and high school all together. If there are any junior high or high school students that have any coins that they want to dump in the boot, come on down.
Okay, so if all the children and the missionaries would please stay on the stage for just a minute. Gary Hallford, would you please come down and pray uh, a blessing on these children and our missions day and on the offering that we're about to take up. Let's pray. God, our Father, we give you all praise and all honor and all glory today and every day. We are so thankful, Father, for uh, so many of the blessings you give us, but especially today, Father, we're thankful for the blessing of being able to reach those and support those that uh, are far away from us. Father, we plan yearly to, uh, for this day to give money to support those laboring in foreign countries. And Father, we ask that uh, we honor you with that in all that we do. May we use these funds to further your kingdom. May we honor you when we do that. May you continue to bless each of those families that are on stage and their lives and their requests that they need from us and the support they need from us every day as we give back to you which is already yours father may we do so happily and gladly as we have every year you've blessed this body of believers here who understand missions father and who glorify that every year and today is no different and we thank you for loving us and giving us this opportunity through christ i pray amen Okay, gentlemen, you can pass the baskets for the uh, mission emphasis contribution. Kids, missionaries, thank you very much. You can sit down. 